Kufnu of yesterday and the talks of Arazar Kufnu and Aleph. Help yourself. Over there. Okay, so last night we saw Ramesha had a number of huge issues with the Dobbering ceremony. Again, the good news was it's Chal. Certainly if he does it first, quite possibly even if he does it second. Even she makes uh, tonight kofel, and it's just like uh, Manasseh, I'll give you something afterwards, and that's the ring. We're not really, well, maybe she doesn't talk about this case. She says, Beferish, I have no das to be nicknamed to him unless it's an even playing field, and that wouldn't work because then she's not agreeing to it. Problem is, is it's still Masna Mashakasa Batera. If she, uh, she didn't say, I'm doing the Gedushin and I'm making another tonight, she's saying, I have no das to be married to you. So that's uh, a bit of a gray area. Ramesha then went on to say that even if the Kenyan is Chal, it's probably a violation of Chukasem if we're copying the game and it's a Dvarshtus, like Shittas Tesis, which Ramesha apostles like. That's one problem. The second problem is, is Xera people might uh, get the wrong impression, and Ramesha says even worse than that, you're sort of being Mazayef the Din, because it's going to cause a Shukasatera and more importantly, a misrepresentation of the Din, per the Amsha Shlomo, which Chiddush to me, he seems to pass like that being Mezayef a Din, misrepresenting a Din, is Yahar Vayavr. And that has many applications when asked. So if you're going to fudge, you fudge by changing the topic. Don't misrepresent the Din. Uh, this comes up a lot in office discussion. The second part on page two, which you have in front of you, Amesha briefly discusses the ring itself. Uh, if he got the ring already, can he wear it? Can he walk around with it? Which we saw. And Ramesha was clear that that is a number of issues. Either the first, the second, or the third, or all three. If everybody has the ring, can he now wear it? So if you did it the right way, and she gave it to him way after the chuppah, way before the chuppah, or even during the chuppah, if it was done wrong, but he has it already, he's wearing the ring, chukas ha'akom itself. You can't answer this, they don't have such a minig, such a law, that the man should wear a wedding band. It has nothing to do with their... Um, Kenyanim, that's not the best word to use, their, uh, their rights, R-I-T, in terms of the getting of the, uh, of the chalais, so to speak. These are all borrowed expressions, obviously. I'm wearing it because it looks nice and perhaps to make her happy, to show that he's thinking about her. It belongs to somebody, but all that is the context of getting a message across, nothing to do with the actual... Uh, Kedushin, or in the Gaim's case, they don't have Kedushin, they have only Nesuin, they only have Bulas Baal. Rak Lenoi Ba'amu Hu Hailuch Batabash, Bezeh Leke Yisr, Imu Gamken Hailuch Lenoi, if that's why he's wearing it. And skip down to the bottom, I bracketed the last two lines of the paragraph. Hailuch Batabash, Kazul Lenoi, Lesim and Shunos, it's just a sim that he's married, which I'm not suggesting you do it, but those who are doing it, Lashem Shemayim, those who have told me the reason they want to do it when they ask me is because it sort of gives everybody a warning to keep away before they have to start for or getting people off of them 
uh, it can get very uncomfortable. And they know you're married and you're wearing a yarmulke also. They know you're orthodox. So kula uh, those two things might, might help out. That's the reason why often people wear it, at least the ones that are asking. Misha says, it's um, not proper. We would say not yeshivish. It's not done. And Misha says, it's alluding to the fact that uh, you really shouldn't do it, but you can't answer it. Unless you can't answer it either. Yes? What, what about the Swara that even during the time of the Chuppah, um, there, there's a uh, spar that if a lady gives an other kosher, something gets part of her hana. Yeah, but that, <laughs> those who are doing this, halavai, those who are doing this, we were discussing last night, are doing it because they want equal footing. And they believe in the Calidarian view that uh, you're not being kind to of me, we're being kind to of each other, or something like that. And therein lies the problem with Hukusayim Los Alejo and the Kurma Hashkasa. If she wants to do that, uh, she must have overheard her older brother Chazarin that sugi in Kedusha many times. Where would you think of such an idea unless you learned the sugi? She knows she has to get a Sharputa to know the Lundus that uh, if you give somebody that Hana, the Maskana is correct as you're saying it, that it works, but uh, highly doubtful she has that in mind. Uh, and a Masada Kedushan, by the way, wouldn't do it. We try to, despite all the interesting sugis in Kedushan, we try to do everything the regular way. <laughs> so there are no Shilas. Maybe a lambda would think it's cute to uh, to do that, but um, I, unfortunately, that's probably not her, her intention. So again, Ramesha says, I use the expression here, not yeshivish, in a positive way. The reason why something's not yeshivish, even though people, some people don't like the expression, uh, it's, it's not done in these circles because it's something that, if not directly borrowed from the guy, Ramesha's not concerned about that here per se. He does not say that. But uh, it's not done, even though the Midbar, it's clear the men were wearing a lot of jewelry. Most of it was given to the Chet Eagle, unfortunately. But had it not been, there wouldn't have been anything wrong. But in the context of the time, it's not done that often. If you see somebody doing it, you can't say he's doing something wrong. And there are, there are people, different circles, but there are people, fine upstanding people who are doing it, and that's the way they grew up, and, and you, can't, uh, you can't tell somebody they're doing something wrong. Ramesha does say the Lushen, Ulai Mechur Hu Hashem. So that's... Uh, that's where we got the notion from. Okay, I promised you with a quick marmokum on the bringing the Avodah into the house going back to a couple of nights ago. Take a look at your second copy before we start the next large sugya. This is from Kufnun Aleph in Yeridea. Do you have one? Uh, the question from, this is a Peri Shagamara, that you can't have a, uh, a Dira, which you own, and now you're renting it, and you're renting it to an Akum who's bringing in Avodah Times of the Gemara, that was extremely common, and today the, it could happen, especially if it's more uh, Catholic than Protestant, and uh, other uh, minorities in New York certainly have all sorts of interesting things. Uh, uh, I know somebody who saw a neighbor doing Niso Chayayim, and it wasn't in front of Mizbech, and if it was, that would be a separate issue. Uh, but he was, he was doing it. He saw it, saw it through his window, and that's not from where he comes from, Latin America, wherever it was, he doing something very, very strange, and it looked like Avodazar. It was a fun of something. It wasn't stopped pouring. It just didn't, didn't look that far to, to, to be able to tell exactly what it was. But it's, it's still around. There are hundreds of millions of, of the real of the Avodazar in the world. Forget whether uh, the Shailov of uh, Catholicism, whether it's Avodazar for them or not. For us, again, it is, obviously. But there's, uh, there are a lot of hardcore of the Avodazar around, and some of them... Uh, 
come to the United States. So if you own real estate here, this could be a serious shayla. And you look at Siv Yud. Even if you allow to rent, it's only renting a storage facility. No one's going to live there. A barn, a silo. Clearly. You can't rent it to him. He's going to live there. He's going to bring in his uh, personal belongings. Comes the Ramah. Remember, the Beis Yasef lived in Sephardi lands. Say what you want about the Muslims. They don't have an issue with the Vodazar. Unfortunately, they're not uh, too good at some of the other categories, the Zion Mitzvah, certain situations, but Vodazar um, uh, is not, not their problem. They're pretty strict about it. And Mochaber says um, the Pashas Nasugi is to be Machmer. That's an issue by them. In Europe, they had, for the Jews who did own, wasn't that common either then. Now, they brought a lot of real estate there. But there were Yidin who did own uh, these houses, apartments, whatever it was. And they were trying to miyash the minute why they were make them. Uh, you have a hotel. Jews had inns. A guy comes, brings it at night, comes, puts it at his night table. You're renting for the night, you're renting for the week. So that's a problem. So they're trying to miyash of why it's mutter. So Allah says, Va'idna negel ha'askaf ladira kivin you don't have the next page of The Ramah says the reason is because they're not ready to bring the Gechkes in. Which was the prevalent uh, custom of the time. They didn't bring it in. They saved it. To, they did it in church. They didn't bring it in the house. Problem is, you look at the Shach and Yitzayin, which you have in front of you, and he says the Metzias, whatever's going on in Krakow, then the Shach says the Metzias is that they are bringing it in. So if the whole heter is based on the fact that the Metzias was different, then we have a problem again. Look at the Shach and Yedzayin, four lines from the bottom. Which he spoke about at length. Various term because there are only many of us and it's Shutzvus, and it's not really Vodazar, the whole debate with the, uh, with the Minim. So you're going to say, apply that over here, that maybe it's not real Vodazar. Perhaps that's what he's suggesting. And Lomikri Olo Shlam of us Chavim, Efshab is Maravla, and Egan Lachs of us Chavim Vatan Bekeva. So he doesn't like that terrace because, well, A, it's a Machlekes, and B, it runs the gamut, for, as we explained, from those who actually bow down to the thing and those who just believe in the, in the Trinity. So, so he says the word Dechik, he's not ruling it out, he says a little schwer. He has a better terrace. Obviously, in time of they weren't doing that. He's going to quote a second It's a very interesting in We paskin, which means I rent an apartment to you, you're not kind There's a partial kin, you have the right to live there, you have a lease, but it's not your dira. But Goyim holds Chiris is kind of. It's an interesting. Lambda's Uri, maybe you'll jump in when you think about it uh, for a moment. I'll just read the rest of the line. Is there an equivalent in the secular uh, legal code to this? In the time of the Shach, there was. Kivin Shiata Umas Tekifa, since we're under their jurisdiction, and the Shaila Tina Yidna Goy now, because he is the landlord, the guy is renting, and by their code, Chiris is the same thing as a sale, like a sale as man. Often, muffled based on the right of the is, even if the house of the mosque, the landlord, falls down, he wants to move into that and throw you out. 
because you have a lease or it's implied you're there till further notice, therefore it's a din of a mecher. Now we hold close to the whole debate in the Gemara whether the Schiris is kind is based on this. It is a, it is a mechir lezman. We also agree to that. Shail is, is it kind of lagabe various nafkemenas? This is a big nafkemena. So the Shach is saying the reason why Chazal asked it is because Schiris is not kind of and I own the house. He's just renting. He brings Avodazar and his Avodazar is in my house. That's the problem. So Amal said, no, they don't bring it anymore. The Shach says they do. Says, okay, maybe it's not strict about Azar, it's just to water down, and they're going to say, he thinks it's Dechik, he says, the answer must be in their law, it's a Mecher, and he owns it while he's renting it, therefore it's not my problem. That's an interesting, uh, there's a lot more to say on that, I just want to show you the Ma'amakam. It's not our law, it's their law, but it's our Isser, so why should we go off to their law? That's why there's a debate over here what the Terrace is. But, you know, had they look at it, uh, they wouldn't look at it as a Mecher because you have a category for Mecher. He said they looked at it that if there was, I don't know if there was an official lease or just the understanding was, I know this from other areas of Chaschiris, you can't make somebody move in the winter in the olden times. Just a lot of nobody moved. So it was understood you had a lease, say, for the next five months or whatever it is. Uh, what would the old secular law in Poland, Shach is also in Poland, be? He says that it was so airtight, their claim on the rental that if the landlord's house burnt down or fell down, he couldn't throw the guy out, even though he doesn't have a house to live in. I don't know what the law would be today. If he has a lease, um, and you say rent another flat. I don't know, what, are there enough houses available? It wasn't, what would happen if uh, we live in a small town and it's clear I own two houses, I live in one, I'm renting the other one, and act of God, a tornado hit the house, and uh, I don't have a house anymore. Can I break the lease? Can I tell the tenant to leave? On the property I was living, see, I lived three blocks away. I was knocking on his door. He said, "Excuse me, can you leave?" Why am I leaving? Well, a tornado just hit my house. They say, "Why is that my problem?" That's what Shach's talking about. Shach's being Uriah, the law in Poland then was even if the landlord now doesn't have a house, he can't throw the guy out because that's not the tenant's problem. Is that his house fell down? Okay. They are. So, so in Poland, you couldn't even use that excuse. So that showed that the, the Dimach Zedina held that uh, the Schiris was so strong that it was modest like a Mecher. Over here, it works in our favor because being a Valazar, it's his house. I can't even get in the house if my house blows down. So it'd be interesting to know what the law is now. You're saying you're, you're a property manager? You're on, you have a lawyer? Just have to know the law. Okay, you can find that out because if that's not true now, then we're back to the Ramah, and then you have to figure out are they bringing it in the house? As if they are, then we have not the Shach or the Ramah. They have to make up a third text. So that would be, uh, that would be Nogea. Uh, so uh, let me know if you uh, see any rate on it, and we'll, uh, we'll come back to it if we need to. Okay. Uh, the next copy I'm going to hand out. Uh, yeah. Probably not going to get to this big hand anyway. But now, the doctor says you know, he's trained in Western medicine, but he, his personal beliefs, he, he looks like he's from the Far East. Okay, I'm glad you asked that. I was probably going to get to it, but I'll just give the sound bite. It's a huge topic. There's a lot of alternative medicine going on in the world, and a lot that creep, crept into the front community. Some of it is based on real Kishu from Azar. You've got to be very careful. I know that a lot of practitioners are from, they're good guys. They don't know often the Makar themselves. They say their teacher told them it was just, you know, something that works. Acupuncture is okay. I don't know why. Even that's okay because they, they sort of have somewhat of a handle how it might work. 
if you can explain it medically, it's not a problem. Like any If nobody can explain it, everybody's baffled. Either means they have an old yesoid and it was a uh, minig, but they know better and these herbs work. Okay. Or it's something from the wrong side. Yeah, that's not what you're asking. Uh, Weftain, went to real medical school, and he knows, yeah. When he goes home, he takes out his little gadget, and he does his, his stuff at home, because that's what he believes in India. Okay, so what's the shayla? So, so he, uh, he personally is a... He's using Kishuf with his uh, statue from India. Is he bowing down to it? Whatever, you, you, you don't know, maybe he does. If it's a real statue they bow down to, then even if he doesn't bow down to it, he's not so religious. But it's in your house, if you hold... No, If his medicine, if he mumbles a lot while he's treating you, I would get nervous. Unless you ask him what he's doing, he says, nothing, just don't let know. I just ran out of Mincha. Or Ashray. Yeah, he has to, if there's mumbling, and I, these shadows are pretty prevalent, by the way. And um, I have a list of um, detailed questions along these lines that somebody sent in about karate. Karate's mutter. Because it's good exercise and I don't know if it's good defense because the guy has a gun. Rachman, it's not, it's not a good idea to use. Oh, big hobby. They have a lot of things as you progress that are nothing to do with the. Well, they say it does, but it has to do with moves and bowing and this and that. There are all sorts of other, which is like yoga. Yoga is if you bend your body and it's good exercise, that's good. There are a lot of other funny trappings that come with it that all this stuff are from. India, Tibet, and Eastern religions, and a lot of it is rooted in Abarazar. So basically, the safe way to do it is if you feel you're getting good exercise, get good exercise. If they're telling you to say something or do something that doesn't make much sense, um, maybe skip that part. That's the, uh, it's not as simple as that, but that's uh, probably a good way to stay. And then people will get very hot under the collar about these things because the practitioners say, no, it's not Abarazar. And they're there from people involved in these things. I mean, we have no problem with the exercise. And if the self-defense work and that's a better way to kick somebody under the right circumstances, then... Fine, but um, when it comes to the heebie-jeebie stuff, uh, we, uh, we get very nervous about it. And um, it, it's, um, and I've been asked many detailed questions. Some of it was way over the line. Some of it was borderline. You have to be, uh, you have to be careful about that. So if he's doing Western medicine, and just in his private life, he does this... If he happens to pray at home, you can, if he's not using it and healing you, it's fine. You can't be misrapping... From Avodazar. That's a series. That's that's Yarva Yarva. That's that's a problem. And their chuvas are. They, they they knew this guy. Hopeless case lately. No, hey, it's only one gala who knows it. Can you go? If it worked, can you try? This is this is a, this is a very serious. Has to do with chukasayim. Has to do with Avodazar. It's very negative to the sugi. You have to at least ask the shayla and people who ask the shayla. Your shemayim is yes. The shayla no. The answer could be yes. The answer could be no. And uh, trust the person you ask the shayla to who has, uh, knows the answer, has researched it, and he's not trying to be machmer mekel, he's just trying to tell you what to do, which is true of any shayla. But, uh, but it's, it's a serious, uh, when it comes, people get very nervous about this because it comes to, they feel it's their health and their, their mental health, physical health, isn't that, you know, at the end of the day, medicine, you need to see out the shema, you need a good shalich. And if you're skirting uh, the issue and you're cutting corners over here, that's not going to be good for anybody. That's not a way to get see out the shema. So, um, okay, the introduction to the next part of the sugya as we uh, promised would come a few weeks ago. Uh, it's birthdays, bas mitzvahs, and bar mitzvahs. And we're going to start with the more controversial part of the sugya, the most controversial part, and that is bas mitzvahs, and contrast it with bar mitzvahs, and then go back to general birthdays, which 
is a discussion, a pretty serious discussion of the Pesachim, but the downside is not as serious, just celebrating the birthday per se, as the Bas Mitzvah issue might be. And then we'll get to the birthday cakes and the candles, which will be more problematic. So if your birthday is coming up over the next uh, week or two, and you don't know what to do, come see me privately or hold the candles in the meanwhile. And then I'll give you a little bit of a, a, little bit of a heads up. Okay, uh, I'm going to start off with Ramesha's two short chuvas on Bas Mitzvah. Ramesha, there are three main opinions in the sugya. Ramesha here is in the middle even though he's closer to ossering it than not, but he's still in the middle because when you see some of the other opinions, you'll see this is already Lahavdil uh, toned down in terms of the uh, explosion that happened when they became more prevalent. What's pretty clear is that if it was being kept at all, and there are some rise it was being kept somewhere, a little bit, it's certainly being celebrated more now in the past... Uh, century or so, and less the Polig, the influence and the highlighting of the Bas Mitzvah celebration comes in part, I say in part because there, there will be a defense of just noting the occasion and doing something for it, but parties and the fact that it's being done up certainly to compete with the Bar Mitzvah is again the egalitarian issue with the uh, women's rights, and uh, they feel they're equal, and it's, everything has to be the same, which, as we explained many times, is nonsense. And women are very good and often better at many things than men are, and vice versa, and they're not created the same. They're not the same chivim, which is posh to those who are in the sugya. Uh, the problem is that historically, if you just take Germany for the... Uh, Germany is not the culprit, but that's where it started. It's clear that uh, the reform, and then many others who wanted to become either more modern or become more German than the Germans. Uh, Haskalah and the Reform picked it up from the Christians who have a confirmation at the age of 12, and that's where it started seeping in. And if any of that is true, obviously for us, that's going to be a huge issue for us, for us and Ramesha will allude to that, and will allude to it, he'll actually uh, spell it out. And even those Ashkenazim who defend it will try to walk the fine line, L'shem Shemayim, and saying that, yes, we admit among Ashkenazim, I'm saying that for a reason, because the Sephardim seem to have perhaps slightly older Makaris, and the good news is when, once you're with the Sephardim already, you don't have to worry that it came because of the Haskalah, or because of the Reform, or the Christians, because they're Sephardim. One thing is good about all the Sephardim is that some of them were more learned, some of them less learned, from, not so from, they all daven in a from shul, they didn't have a clue what reform meant. It, 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 it didn't exist. It's hard for us to understand such a thing. But um, if, um, if they were keeping, whatever they were keeping, they kept it like the parents kept it, or they tried, or if they weren't doing it, they knew they weren't doing it. They didn't make up a new religion. Here, a lot of things were copied, and the defense will be, which we're not going to get to in the next few days, is that, yes, the, uh, perhaps the Christians were celebrating a confirmation at 12, but the reason they're celebrating is because they hold that's a milestone in their uh, spiritual development, physical growth, whatever the case may be, and guess what? She's chayev a mitzvah, chayev and mechayev a mitzvah when she's 12, and he's mechayev a mitzvah when he's 13, and that's why we're doing it. So we're doing the same reason they're doing it. So their argument's going to be that it can't really be also because it's the old pizza and ketchup svar, that uh, we're eating pizza because it tastes good, and they're eating pizza because it tastes good. And it happens to be the Italians invented it, so we like it. That doesn't make a chuko same. Obviously, that's not as easy as pizza here, because it's coming from a religious ceremony, 
And obviously that makes it a lot more complicated. And there are many other complications also. So the, the sheet isn't going to run the gamut from a par of, par of negative, which Ramesha clearly is par, very negative, to absolutely also chukas emelis aleichu and chadash also medatera. There can be many sheets like that. Uh, to slightly par of the positive, we have to do it, and we have to make them feel good, and that's not where they're holding, and it's not strictly usher, to even more positive than that. So and the we, go, you decided now uh, in Christianity that at 13, boys are going to have some sort of confirmation. We would have to stop doing bar mitzvahs. The good news is we were never really doing bar mitzvahs in the first place. <laughs> As we'll see, there's no quote-unquote bar mitzvah. We always gave him an aliyah, had him down for the umbud, let the public know, let the tzibur know he could do it. Piece of ayakichel, maybe some herring, maybe, if, depending on their uh, status, uh, economic status and the like. Don't and consider it to be a mitzvah? Yes, but that's the babayim and the traditional quote-unquote bar mitzvah, which has... We're gonna we're gonna defend this and attack it at the same time. Don't worry. We'll we'll, uh, we'll have to. We're gonna try to get all the shittas. That's why this this gets very emotional for a lot of people. And I ask you to please wait a couple of weeks till we get to the end of the sugya. But you know, I'd give you one graphic. You heard a story about my grandmother and the pogrom in in Hungary when they came to McKeesport. So my grandfather, who was married to her, they didn't know each other then. She was a, two years old, whatever it was. He also came due to some uh, pogrom and. Um, he told my shver a story about, I think it was his father, that when he was, uh, the day he was bar mitzvah, they were very poor, as was everybody in the village. And the mother said, uh, by the way, well, he woke up in the morning, he says, by the way, today's your bar mitzvah, it's a Monday or Thursday, whatever it was, today's your bar mitzvah, like, good morning, how are you? Wash Nagabas, today's your bar mitzvah. Can you imagine that happening today? Oh, we forgot to mention, you know, today's your birthday, and uh, it's your bar mitzvah. Here's a, some mashke. Take it to shul, and here's some ayakichel or some honey cookies, whatever they had. Here's a bag. Take it to shul, tell the gabai. I think his father was either not alive or away, already in America. I'm not sure that happened. And um, yeah, maybe it was actually my grandfather and his father was in America already. And go to shul, tell the gabai you need an aliyah. <laughs> Still there at the bar mitzvah. Okay, can you imagine this uh, working today? Great money saver. Um, the story as it and that was as they were walking he went with his friends so he was 13 the other one was probably 12 and a half and they started playing on the way and somehow the bottle of mashka dropped on the floor and smashed to a million pieces it's on the way to shul and um, so the mashka was all over the all over the ground and then they figured no mashka's gone so they sat down and ate the cookies <laughs> <laughs> And then they got the shul and they asked the guy, my friend Aliyah, and they had Aliyah. That was the bar mitzvah. So, uh, just give you an idea of, of what we're dealing with over here. So, so the answer to question is yes. There's Yom Shashlam, what we're going to have. There is a Makar, and let's see what the Chilik might be, but this is going to be, um, you know, somewhat explosive for some people, but if you just look at the Makar, it's calm, cool, and collected, it turns out that there's a very interesting discussion. Mr. Shem will uh, pick it up tomorrow night.